<clears throat> Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters, I'm back. And what I was saying concerning, um, we're going to do a little backpelling. Uh, the 144,000 is that, you know, um, I, I was believing that I was a part of it, but I can honestly say that I may not be because of the way that it's saying. What the word of God is saying, I'm not because it's all men. But when people want to say, well, spiritually, you know, the, uh, the, um, the breaking down of the spiritual adultery, not actually being a part of something, adult, I mean, putting other things like an organized church or religion, you know, another God before him, um, being faithful to God and being loyal to um, the doctrine of the apostles by the grace of God since I was six, you know, um, that could be my opinion. That could be a man's opinion because it doesn't say that. It says men that have not been with women. So, you know, men in the Bible can also mean women. But when he, when he, when he explains it as clearly as that, that means that I'm not. So people, like I said, that's why you got to have teachers. <clears throat> you have to have teachers that God has sent to be able to explain that's like when you praying to God you in your prayer time, you're seeking God, seeking God only. You're also praying that God will send you a teacher, his teacher, because he didn't just put us here because prophets are teachers as well. Uh, we carry that gift. So he didn't just put us the fivefold ministry here just because the last days did get evil, are evil, but he still have teachers and pastors after his own heart that he wants you to use. This is like a king, and he's the king of kings, has set up his kingdom. He has different doors, you know, for people to come in to get what they need. So it's one thing to pray, you know, and it's another thing when God manifests the person that you receive the person and receive the instructions or the teaching from the person, brothers and sisters. So we missed that era. That era is over. I'm on here because of the fact that the 144,000, um, as I was thinking in my head as well, uh, with a question mark, but I know for sure, you know, like I'm saying, that's not me because it's men that have not been with women that are virgin. He didn't say that are virgins and he put in there that have not been with women. So that makes a difference. That, that clears it up completely. So um, so now you have to look at yourself as what, what position you play. You can play a position as a bride. Being a bride of Christ, being, um, you know, one of God's, let's just say, Church of Philadelphia, you know, because of the fact that God spoke over you, he spoke over me de decades ago concerning that. So that's no um, doubt in my mind concerning that, and that's the way God would have it to be. So it's no, it's no mere man. See, men have gotten in trying to get in. And trying to be God, trying to tell women what they can do and what they can't do. When God has sent me over to a whole nother country where this women are second class citizens to, to let the women know that you are free. God called you in ministry, that you are free to do ministry in the position that God has placed you in. There's no man that can stop you from doing, answering your call in the name of Jesus. Because God will make a way out of nowhere. He will make uh, bring someone on the backside to, to ordain you. 
You just have to wait on God. So this is what I've gone through and I've been fought. Um, those ones that has, has been against me, um, 90, 99% is, is inside the building, which is the religion. So the ones on the outside, they just came in on it. A lot of the people and the homeless on the heads and the highways, and I know them because, like I said, it's a group of men. And they just sit, they just send it out, you know, it's on the streets, God forbid. And, you know, it's not everywhere. You know what I'm saying? They're everywhere, but it's mainly here in the state of Georgia. So when they come, these homeless men, you know, they come for, um, let's say it like this, looking for something, but they're not going to stay. So they're not going to support you. But they'll go right back to the big churches, say Creflo Dollar Church, where they come out of and stay there because it's a brotherhood. They, they dismiss their whole salvation because of a brotherhood. Because it's obvious that in, in there, they can't get saved, brothers and sisters. But this is, a, this is the foolishness of men today. And so why waste your time? You don't. You move on. So whatever they want to say or spin across the um, technology, that does not phase me, brothers and sisters. I've come too far, too long, been through too much, by the grace of God, know a lot, that that's not going to face me. Because I got a God to please and a heaven to make. And believe me, I'm not concerned, you know, about these um, men in accusation, but I'm letting them know that you're going to be accountable for them because you're, um, you uh, intentionally try to hold up God's work and pretend to be the counterfeit, pretend to be the real thing. And I'm not going to let you on my watch. So people won't sit there thinking that, oh, you know, she's not this, she's not that because she don't have this. And, and it's not even anything like that. God is so awesome because he don't need no, um, he don't need nobody to solidify him. <laughs> he don't need nobody to solidify those ones that's a part of his kingdom. And that's what's so, um, that's what the last, the last laugh is. He don't need nobody, no man, no group, you know, um, no unity to solidify who he has sent and the work he has sent them to do. Unfortunately, it looks like very little uh, people are, oh my God, going to be rescued because of the brainwashing that they have in their mind. It's a mindset. So God forbid they see a woman coming, they turn in the other way or they trying to stay where they are while not getting what they need from this table. And like I was telling you about the woman, she never did get her healing. She never did, even in her, in her, God forbid, even in her death, she never got her healing, which she needed. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. God means what he says and says what he means. God says certain ones, and I see a lot of women are out of order. And let me bring this to you too, because this just came across me, across my mind the other day. When I was pastoring, I didn't have many women in my church at all. They were very few, probably on one hand. And uh, they never stayed. The jealousy is a terrible thing. You know, and God forbid, I was dealing with that since I was 17 years old. And I see um, this one lady, she came from one of the big churches here. She was the only one that was a female that was actually a member. And she was helping me um, with the with the uh the transportation ministry she was doing a lot of the transportation but they were always late you know it was her and her brother they were always late 
And so, um, you know, you pull aside, you talk to him about it and everything like that. And then um, it happened again because God, God already showed me. See what I'm saying? God already trained me to be on time. When I walk in that door, everything that's supposed to be taking place is on time, a time schedule. You don't do, I mean, you do not do anything. Listen to me. This is why people don't have a clue of what um, God's kingdom look like. You don't do anything out of his, in his kingdom, out of order and not on time, on his time. If you say this, this service start, this meeting start at seven o'clock, that's when it should be starting. Not a minute, minute later. And so this is how God showed me. And so she was, she did it. And I, 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 um, talked to her in front of, of a few times. So I, I warned her, I talked to her in front of the, the church. I brought her before the church because I was telling her, I said, this is what I have been speaking to you about. And I said what I had to say. And then she got huffy. She got, um, you know, she got mad and got upset. And I didn't have to speak. I didn't have to say anything else. The men said, well, the pastor told you so-and-so that you're supposed to be here um, on time. And, and you haven't listened. She told you more than once. You see what I'm saying? This is how God had his church in order. That they would speak up for one another or against what was wrong. They didn't just sit there and bite their tongue and let the, a woman just come in there and do what she, was, what she, what she wasn't supposed to do. You know, and so I told her, I brought her before my pastor. I said, Pastor, this is so-and-so. And I said, this is what's taking place. And she said to me, woman woman wisdom, a woman of wisdom in her 80s. She said, there's two things. She said, she's probably, um, you know, um, she's jealous of of you and the anointing that you have. She feel like she has it because she, she should have it because it's older. So she don't feel like she has to listen to you because she's older in age. Brothers and sisters, if that to me wasn't the silliest thing, because common sense tell you that um, age don't have anything to do with uh, leadership and rank. It does have anything to do with it. You know what I'm saying? However you get ranked in your um, at your time at your age, that's when you that's what you are. That's your accommodation. So she um, made a big fuss in the church one day doing um it was a bible institute i believe i was teaching and so uh, her brother took her out the out, outside outside of the church so they both went outside the door and they was talking to her and stuff she came back in he said pastor she all right she better she all right so i told him pastor again she said oh, well she said she gonna have to do two things she's gonna have to either submit or she's gonna have to leave so she get it. She gave her two two week resignation, and she she wrote it and she signed it up, and she I mean she wrote it and signed it and gave it to me, and it, and you know I just you know um, let her know you know this is what it is and this is how it has to be you know this is God's house and there's no unorderly in God's house, and so um, that was the end of that. So um, I said that to say that it was men it was the men that had that had more sense that was able to submit and to this day listen there's a lot of women out there i know for a fact 
50%, maybe, I don't know. But I know a lot of them have deliberately, intentionally avoided, avoided this ministry because they feel like they're supposed to be in the spot and they're not, and they're not going to be. Because you cannot submit to the leadership that God told you to come up under first the first time. And then you see a lot of why a lot of them are out of order because of that fact. A lot of them are out of order. Everybody's not going to be able to come. That's true. Because everybody ain't willing to give up what it takes. But there are some that I know that were supposed to come that couldn't couldn't do it because they they on these platforms. They couldn't submit. They want to come up with their own, you know, um, church on the platform. But their lives would have went much better. Matter of fact, it would their lives would have been fruitful. Would have been totally fruitful like the men that God delivered. Just about everyone that was in there that was sincere, they flourished in months. These people have been waiting years and four years and more years for this to happen in their life, for mar- marriage to come, for this to come, for that to come. Because they disobeyed God's voice. They knew who I am. They knew. They know who I am. I don't have time for foolishness. I'm not starting over for nobody. That they, they let these men come in these churches and, and sleep with men and children and don't speak up for such an uh, abomination and, and then stay there and think I'm concerned whether or not they come or not. It's foolishness that people in their minds think that that's going to um, affect somebody when you're looking at the evil that's in their hearts. If you had came to the right building, to the right house, you would have stood up for what was wrong. Because this is what the Holy Spirit does in his house. The Holy Spirit gives you that carriage because it's God's spirit. You don't have the carriage of God because there's no God. There's poison. This is just absolutely and totally unacceptable because of jealousy and pride. These two things going together. Thinking that you... You stand over there so you can have more, but you really don't have anything. You really haven't fulfilled your purpose. You haven't followed God, the order of God, and where he told you to come. Or who he told you to sit up underneath of. Sad, 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 sad. Because I was able to, that's why God said that a long time ago. I couldn't understand why he said that. He said he sat for seven years. I had to sit, I mean, I sat for seven years. And tell the people that's how I wind up. And I got where I got. But they're not able to do it. That's why you don't have too many uh, um, people that, um, as you're being used greatly by God, they they come in, they do all this agenda, all this evil against, you know, wickedness against God's servant. And then they want to open up their own platforms and they want to have prayer on the platforms, you know, want to have prayer meetings at the house, you know, want to have their own group and leadership. Who put you in place to do all that? There's nothing wrong with having having prayer. There's nothing wrong with a few people gathering at your house, but when you got people underneath of you on these platforms and stuff like that, like you housing people, you getting tithes, you getting offerings, or you getting tithes, and you're not a pastor, you're not ordained to be a pastor. Everything is in done DC in order. It'll make you, make you think God is solidifying your prayers. See, people got to realize that I realize that God is a God of order and He works in order. So regardless of how hard you pray, how long you pray, if you have not done what God said, Matthew 5, chapter 5, he say um, in verse 23, 
Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother have aught against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled, listen to this, first be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer, offer thy gift. See, this is what religion can't do. This is what these women cannot do. See, they know where they're supposed to be. And um, the church know exactly uh, God's put me in a position over them. And they hiding because when I did come in there, they did not want to recognize. They, they come and they get your name or who's coming to visit us, right? Then they get up there and they get the stumbling and say, you know, you got your name with your title on it, but they don't want the people to recognize as you inside of the church. So they've been trying to hide this ministry which is God's ministry, God's kingdom. So um, you don't even say the person's name. You just say, thank you all for the visitor because you're afraid that I'm going to stand up and have something to say. This is what, that's what I'm saying. So when they making this seem like to you, they're embracing me when I come in there. It's a lie from the pits of hell. It's a lie on top of their heads. That's not what they're doing. They're trying to hide from their members because their members are not free. They are a witch and a warlock, and they don't want their members to know there's something or someone that has the truth in them that's in their house, that's in that building, because by the grace of God, can set them free. And that's why there's no freedom. And then people have said, and I've heard prophets, supposed to be true prophets, say, you know, well, God ain't going to use you because, you know, you speak out and um, you can't control uh, what you're saying. And I'm looking at and saying to myself, well, you got people that's in the pulpit that are charlatans, that are snakes, that you didn't go in there and get out of the pulpit, that have con con uh, consistently ruined God's people. This is what I mean. They have a problem when, when I mock them, when I speak against them. But when they're doing all that, what they've been doing for decades, a little hammer over centuries, for my time uh, and have been able to remain there is because the people and the prophets have not gone in there and, and taken them out of there. That's exactly why. Because my thing is you can't come after something small, you know what I'm saying, that somebody has done and because you want to push them out of position, you know what I'm saying, you don't want them to go to the palace, but you want to go to the palace in their place. So you're finding all these different things wrong with them. So that um, you can go to God and say, well, you know, to get on a, uh, she get on a podcast and, you know what I'm saying, she'd be loud and she'd be rude and she'd be this and she'd be that. I have been through hell and back too many times by myself, but not by myself. And by the grace of God, I know how to confess, but I know it's been too long and I know it's not right. And I believe and I know that I'm handling this to the best of my ability because I'm only human. So when you're trying to come in and, and assert your authority over me to try to push me out of position so you can get in position, nobody cares. You're not getting it. It's not working for you because you don't have all that comes behind it. You want to sit in that seat um, in somebody else's seat. But all that I have named on this podcast um, since 2019 and before and on YouTube, you haven't gone through it. You've kept your job. You stay, maybe stayed in your place. 
for 10, 15, 20 years, one, one location. You haven't gone through what I've gone through. So don't try to eject me from my seat. And I don't care if you walk down the street, you never speak to me, never acknowledge me. That doesn't faze me because I know who I am and I'm and I'm confidence in my God. And I'm thankful that he called me. And I'm thankful that he sent me. By the grace of God, that I didn't deter into religion, that I didn't um, lose my faith. Because I know where the hindrances and the blockages were coming from. All of a sudden, everybody want to uphold this, this church that's not right. They just want me to come in and they just want to use my prayers, use the anointing that I suffer for to bless them and leave me with nothing. So they was not going to get that satisfaction. That's what they did the first time. But I didn't know who they were. See, that's, that's the, uh, so I have a reason. I'm not guilty for something that I did not know. That was all part of my training, but I know who they are now, and I'm not moving. Stand to my ground in the name of Jesus. Holding my position very strong, strongly because of God's help. He don't mix himself with no foolishness like that. You're a pastor. He called you to be a pastor um, and tell you you're going to uh, you're gonna um, be in a certain amount of years it's going to take for you and then you are sitting in it and it's um effective this is an effective ministry by the grace of god hallelujah thank you jesus this is effective ministry they mad because i give my titles nobody is recognizing this ministry at all you understand what i'm saying so therefore if i would have remained silent for the entire time, 2019, when God told me to come set up this podcast, uh, tell people America they're guilty, they didn't want me to do none of that. Even after that, nobody really recognized. Nobody never came up and said, oh, Pastor, you know, just hadn't heard your uh, podcast. You know, you spoke very well, this, that, and the third. The president gave me, wrote a letter um, concerning um, this ministry and the help that it was, you know, that it is to um, praying for um, the nation. Um, a couple of years ago. So what am I saying? I'm saying that people want to try to um, backpedal by not opening their mouth, but my conversations at their dinner table, they can't take, they cannot keep the, my, my name out their mouth in Jesus name. They cannot do it because it's like I said, God and God alone who raised up um, a good servant. God says a good man steps are ordered of the Lord. And see, this is why I get solace and peace and because of the fact that God makes good men and women. I don't make it. I can't do it in my own strength. Doesn't mean that that person ain't going to make mistakes. It just means you can't throw away something good and think that something better is going to come. It's not. Because now you're trying to control God. And God is sovereign. So don't be trying to control my finances by not wanting to acknowledge me while always having your mouth um my name on your mouth when you see me you know not able to shake my hand not able to be pleasant or you know friendly like somebody's unapproachable i'm not at all that's never been my character so it's all a part of a strategy 
that these meetings, like I said, that they have sitting at the table, this organized church that they came up with to maintain what they have, brothers and sisters. Clearly, you can see it. This is the one God saying they're going to go to God and say they've done all this great work. Knowing God, knowing their hands dirty, knowing they didn't stole from me and other pastors. They're going to go right up there with their prideful self and say, you know, Lord, we did this. Lord, we did that. He's going to say, depart from me. I never knew. God never knew religion. He ne- He's saying he never knew the Pharisees and Sadducees. They're not his people. That's what he's saying. He never knew them because they don't believe. Once they always say they never believed. They are form of fashion. They came in and brought Jesus up under me for them and put them in the back of the line. And they got all their events. They got all their gods. They got all their idols. They got all their sins, all their um, uh, perversion, all their um, abominations of gay and uh, marriage, uh, same-sex marriage, all that is going before God. And then they use Jesus' name to prosper off of. Lord, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Ooh, I felt that. Oh, my God. Absolutely horrible. Horrible personality of people today. Horrible. Absolutely. Nothing to um, waste your time over. Nothing absolutely to waste your time over. So the Lord is talking about this. Um, he said, before you come to me, he said, go and make it right. I didn't see the hand of blood you got on your hands, what you done to my servant. Pamela, I see what you done done concerning her children. I don't see what you done concerning, you know, um, trying to disrupt her life, her home, her finances, the opportunities. I seen you um, get these um, witches together. I seen you pay. I seen everything that you've done. I seen your blocks. I seen you say, yeah. And then pull back. I seen all of it to make pretend that you're with her. I seen all the witchcraft you try to throw out there. He said, Leave there, like thy gift. All those ones that's praying right now on their knees. Leave thy gift before the altar and go thy way. First, be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. So God is not even going to accept it. And he hasn't. It's the people that's deceived. It's the people that believe. Why are we having all these disasters? Why is God talking, you know, um, ill about his church? Why would he do that if it was not a problem? Why would he talk about all these false prophets that's coming in the last days? Because the ones that infiltrated and brought all these other ones on the scene. And the members are already poisoned with it, so they ain't going to stand up again. There's no carriage there. Satan don't have carriage. It's smoke smoke screens. Everything he does is smoke screens. He wants you to fall into the smoke screen. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Oh, I'm so, no. I am not, none of that. The people that I see that's perishing is what I am sad about. A lot of times, like I said, people can't see. People can't see in the spiritual realm. They can't see in the future. So they don't even have a um, a sense of where where they are, where they're going. What kind of servant would God have sent without compassion? That's what you're missing. They have no compassion. They've been living off of you. I'm talking about um, these false problems. Living off of you and your finances. 
and these single women and children that go be going to their church for decades, living off of them, why God forbid their children are perishing. What they learn from their pastor, you know, it seems like the whole house, house will be th um, thriving. Something ain't right. I don't care what you say. Something is not right with that picture. That child should be up, upstanding, should be coming in. The church should have been, you know, fire baptized, speaking in tongues, leading some type of a ministry. They're not supposed to be out here on the streets, uncontrollable in the schools, uncontrollable in the house. Something is wrong. There's evils present. In Jesus' name, amen.